0: Before we get started with today's reader question, I just want y'all to know that I love hearing from y'all. So, if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer in a future episode, there are several different ways that you can submit that and all the information you'll be able to find in the description box. Okay, so today's reader question is, It seems like every relationship I'm in, not only romantic relationships, has so many conditions on me that I don't feel loved or even valued. How do I spot real love? I was thinking a lot a couple of months ago about love. In today's society, we encounter many people who are either so emotionally unavailable that they only want you around when it's convenient for them or they have nothing better to do. Or they put so many conditions on love that you have to question if they're offering you love or bondage. They might say something like, I love you, but you have to do this for me. I love you, but if you don't do this, I'll never forgive you. You know I love you, but you have to act this certain way or you're showing me that you don't love me back. I love you only when you do this. Otherwise, I'm not sure I even like you. I love you, but you can't say anything about my negative behavior. That shows me that I love and trust the wrong person. This list goes on and on. And just for the record, in case you don't know, anytime the word but is included in a sentence, it negates everything said before it. I keep going back in my mind to what it says about love in 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love does not brag. Love is not proud. Love is not rude love is not selfish love cannot be made angry easily love is never happy when others do wrong love is always happy with the truth love never gives up on people love never loses hope love never quits love will never end dr tim clinton author of identifying real love defines infatuation in contrast with real love to give us a deeper insight An infatuation does indeed go as unexpectedly as it comes, and there is nothing you can do about it. But real love is unselfish, committed love. It hangs in there. Some couples are basing their marriages on real love. Others are basing them on infatuation, which is false love. A marriage based on infatuation will not last, he wrote. Several weeks ago, I kept hearing in my head the line of a song my granny and I used to sing together titled, If That Isn't Love, talking about Christ. However, I just kept hearing the words, that isn't love. Example after example of relationships I've been involved in crossed my mind, and I kept hearing those words. If someone says insulting things to you, that isn't love. If someone puts you on a guilt trip, and makes you feel badly, that isn't love. If someone pressures you to give in to their will and wishes, that isn't love. If someone isn't there for you physically and or emotionally when they can be, that isn't love. If someone cheats on you, that obviously isn't love. If someone tells you they'll never forgive you for something you never did, but they thought you did, that isn't love. If someone makes you an option when they have nothing better to do, that isn't love. If someone makes you feel that you have no value to them, that isn't love. I could go on and on with example after example, but you get my point. Dr. Clinton said you can spot true love by these qualities. True love offers a safe place to be you. It isn't driven by a desire to rescue, overprotect, control or manipulate, or a need to perform. True love values the other person for who they are and celebrates healthy separateness. True love genuinely wants the best for the other person. It is grounded in our heart's desire to cherish, honor, and treasure another simply because of who they are. These three things are easy to understand and remember. However, if that isn't enough, He gives us these clues to look for. If your love is real, your interest is in the total personality of the one you love. There is the thrilling element of physical attraction, but it is only one of many things about the person that attracts you. If it is real love, most of the qualities of the other person attracts you. This is important because when the initial excitement of being married wears off, you need a lot of common interests to keep your marriage alive and well. Real love always starts slowly. It cannot be any other way. You have to know a person before you can truly love that person, and that takes time, lots of time, to really know someone. In real love, your feelings are likely to be warm and tender instead of hot and cold, and they are more consistent. Real love grows slowly, but the roots grow deep. If your love is real, the one you love will bring out your best qualities and make you want to be a better person. In real love, you plan and prepare yourself for a successful future marriage. In real love, your beloved is the most important person in the world to you. However, your relationship with your family and friends continue to be important to you, and you do not neglect them. In real love, absence makes your heart grow fonder of the one you love. Real love can and will survive the test of time and distance. In real love, there will be disagreements, but real love will live through them. They will become less frequent and less severe. Every couple should learn how to handle conflicts. It is far better to discuss differences openly and frankly than to allow them to smolder under the surface. Your love is unselfish, committed love. You want to do all you can to bring happiness to the other person. Your overall attitude is that of giving to the relationship and not of getting what you can out of it. Regardless of the choices others make, you can learn the secrets of loving well, Dr. Clinton wrote. You can learn to recognize and receive real love when it comes your way and push back when it doesn't. You can learn to really love the people in your life and know when and how to help them without hurting yourself in the process, he wrote. I go back to the topic of loving yourself first, which I wrote extensively about in my book, The Princess Guide to Loving Yourself First. It is so important to practice it because in today's society of opportunists and online scammers, you will likely be faced with unloving behavior. If you don't love yourself first, it will be a lot harder to push back and stand up to this kind of behavior. Let me be very clear here. There is nothing wrong with standing up for yourself when another person is mistreating you, no matter how many times they may call you stingy or selfish. It is your duty and responsibility to stand up for and protect yourself in a graceful and royal way, of course. Thank you again for joining me. I am so grateful for you and I appreciate you spending your time with me. If you found this helpful or insightful, please share it with your friends and join me for another episode soon. Remember, if you'd like to have the princess guide you and have me work with you personally, log on to theprincessguide.com. That's the princess, G-U-I-D-E Until next time, keep your crown on and stay on your throne.